This is Two Regular Girls with Heidi and Marley, a podcast where we talk about anything and everything to share our views and opinions as two regular girls. I like you. I don't give a fuck about your boyfriend. Because she doesn't want a girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Welcome to, or welcome back to, Two Regular Girls. It's your girl, Marley. And Heidi. Uh, We're back with another episode for you all. You guys, I'm feeling good today. I just took a shower. My hair is all curly and shit. (laughs) And um, I'm ready to start this fucking day. What about you? I feel so good. Honestly, I needed that shower effect. I smell bad all up and down and inside and out and oh my god. Oh, same so, girl, same girl. I, I couldn't even stand myself. And when you can't stand yourself, you know, you it's, know bad. it's bad. <laughs> you know it's bad. So we were, we were in need of a shower. I didn't shower last night, so. Yeah, and showering comes right under food and eating. It's like eating, showering, and everything else that comes in life. Yes, showering is very important. <laughs> um but anyways i did want to give a shout out to our girl wendy she dm'd us and it was it was our first time ever getting somebody who we don't know who's not a relative or a uh friend of ours who commented in our dms about our podcast so thank you that me- meant a lot to me and heidi and it made our day um so shout out to you it's just so crazy to see who's watching and it's so nice and refreshing to know that people actually enjoy what we're putting out because like we when I started this for fun it's just like because we always have like deep conversations and a lot of conversations of course we're dating but like me being one that loves to talk about literally everything I just you know we came up with the idea of just like making a podcast just because we're two different people and it would just be fun to just put it out as well as you've always wanted to start a podcast so it's so, just so crazy to see how many people who are actually listening and where they're listening from and that they enjoy it, you know? Yeah, and it makes me happier because, like, like you said, this is something that I've wanted to do for a while now, and I got really serious about it, um, I think, sometime last year or the beginning of the year. I don't remember what it was, but um, I'm really happy that you, like, pushed me to do it with you. It's been a lot of fun and it is crazy. We got the Philippines listening in now too, which is really great. Yeah, that's added on since last. So now we got 11 different countries um, listening to us. Or is it 11 or 12 including the U.S.? I think 12. 12 including the U.S., 11 outside of the U.S. That's so crazy. It blows my mind. It's so crazy. Um, but that's so cool. So shout out to you guys who are listening in India, Philippines. Actually, let's, let's just list them all for you guys because that's... I mean, I would want to know if I were you guys. So, I mean, I, yeah. Anyways, so we've got the U.S., of course. We got Australia, Ireland, Canada, India, Germany, United Kingdom. I almost said King Kong. <laughs> Hong Kong. Sorry, Hong Kong. Uh, Colombia, Iceland, Zambia, and the Philippines. That's crazy. So shout out to all y'all. And shout out just to everyone, okay? This is awesome. I'm so excited. I'm pumped. We got a couple episodes in. Okay, I just came up with the greatest idea in the shower today. So fucking stay tuned for next week. We're going to be drunk or whatever. So, yeah, anyways. I'm excited (laughs) for that one. Honestly, when I'm drunk, it can go one of like three ways. Yeah. I go completely mute. 
Like if I'm high and I'm just like blown away or I don't stop talking about literally everything. I'm just like tripping balls sometimes, really. Or I just get really horny. Oh, yeah, but we're not going to be. It's going to be PG-13 rated. Okay. Maybe rated R, but not like X rated. You know what I mean? (laughs) So anyways, so that's what's next. That's what next is going to be. That's what next weekend's going to be. Wow, I can't fucking talk. Um, and I'm so excited for it. And um, yeah, I'm excited for this episode, too. This one was requested by one of our listeners, of course, um, it, on Instagram. And so, yeah, we're going to be sharing um, our coming out stories, what it was like in the closet before we came out, as well as just like um, how we came out and what it's like after we came out. So, uh, would you like me to start or do you want to start? I can go. Okay. So, okay. So I started really thinking about this since yesterday because, um, anyway, I started thinking about what I wanted to share and I was trying to be as nonchalant about it as I could. But then I was like, the more that I thought about it, I realized how, um, how much more emotion was really in there during the time. You know what I mean? Like I just buried that so far down where it's like, I was like, yeah, it was nothing but a thing. I didn't care that I had to be hiding in the closet for 17, 18 years. Which blew my mind when you were telling me that because not to expose us, but this is our second time doing it. We had a hard time doing it last time for other reasons, but this is our second time recording this. And so she mentioned that in our last time and I actually didn't know that and to before I even could say anything like I I just feel like that's so crazy to be in that mindset like I I couldn't imagine being like being gay and just being like well it's nothing but a thing like like I don't care like I don't care I'll forget about it I'm really not like you know what I mean which is crazy because that's how sad it is like really thinking about it I had to convince myself that I wasn't and that I was okay and that this part of me was just something that I had to work on and work out of, you know, because, you know, growing up in a Hispanic family, being very traditional, very, very, very religious, like that's just not something that was supposed to be a thing in our family, you know? And, um, so yeah, so when I was really trying to get into it, that's how, that's honestly how I felt at the time where I was like, it's fine. I'm okay. This doesn't matter. Like I will work myself out of this, convince myself otherwise. And I will be this perfect person that my parents want me to be, you know, as well as like being growing up in church from a very young age, it like, it almost really helped convince me that it was wrong, you know, because you're told constantly like what quote unquote God wants for you and what he doesn't want. And I just seem to be like piling onto the list of things that is not what God wants for us, you know? And to me in my head, I was like, okay, then I just can't do that. Like, that's not right. Yada, yada, yada. And I found out I was gay somewhere in elementary, but didn't fully accept myself until I hit um, freshman year of high school. And I didn't start dating a woman until I was a senior in high school and that was my first girlfriend I don't know it's just crazy like I 
freaked out when we were trying to record because I realized how much I just hated myself. You know, obviously I'm working towards self-love more and more every day, but it was just so hard having to hide such a big part of myself because at the end of the day, this is what makes me me. You know, all the amount of love that I have within myself um, for others as well as just in general, like that was a hard thing to hide. I just had to get used to it, though, because social media, things like that weren't allowed in my house. So if I wanted to talk to anybody, I would have to delete messages. I would have to uninstall my social medias before I got home because my phone was constantly checked out. You know, it was taken away and just looked through. So it was just like constant invasions of privacy and just things that I had to hide all around. So it was like another thing just to add to the list of things that I had to hide. And like I said, I just really tried convincing myself that it was fine and that I was okay and it was it didn't matter because that's that's just how I had to cope with it, you know? And that's why I freaked out and started crying because sorry. Um I guess in the moment I didn't realize how much damage it was actually doing to myself. Because even now I sometimes struggle to accept um not not, not necessarily that I'm gay, but more so like sometimes I struggle to accept the fact that like this isn't what my parents want because at the end of the day very subconsciously very low-key I still want to please them for whatever reason you know so I don't know I can go into that a little bit more but just like on the um, surface I guess just like everybody else it was really hard and it sucks like I'm so glad that our society is getting more loving and more accepting of the LGBTQ um, community because it's oh god I don't even know I don't want to start crying um okay you go and then okay well it's just crazy to you know just hear that from you just because like obviously I can relate yeah you know, my situation is similar but not really like the the similar similarities are like I grew up in a very religious home as well I didn't say I shouldn't say very religious but I grew up in a religious home as well as well as just in a religious community I grew up here in Utah like um for those that are listening that aren't from Utah just so you know it's a very religious state you're surrounded by a lot of LDS members which is other than also known as Mormons. If you don't know what Mormons are, look them up. They're just very, um, they're just Christians, uh, another form of Christianity. And um, so, you know, growing up here where, you know, in my city is 90 plus percent Mormon. Like I was literally growing up (laughs) in a church basically. Um, And so it it was just so hard because like I've, you know, as I, I didn't know as I was a kid what I was, you know what I mean, that I was experiencing. Like, I just thought it was normal, kind of like what you mentioned. I don't know if it was yesterday or today that you mentioned this, but you, but like I, when I realized, because I would always question, okay, when I was coming into junior high, I just thought in, in elementary it was just normal for, you know, you to feel that way towards your friends, you know what I mean? Like, um, I w- it wasn't like, really anything it was just like oh like you know like I just really enjoyed being around um certain girls and guys too and um and I just thought like oh like I just thought you were cute like or like I just really like you as a friend you know what I mean like that's just what I thought it was you know 
And going into junior high, like seventh grade is when I really realized and I really questioned, I was like, fuck, like, do you feel the same way uh, towards girls that I feel towards girls? Cause like, I know you like me as like your best friend, not like your best friend. <laughs> I feel like I'm just, okay. But you know, I like, I know you like me as a friend, but like, do you like me, like me, like me, like the way I'm feeling? Like I questioned so much. It was so hard for me to, to really understand what I was feeling. And I think it's because of the way I was raised. Um, at, like being surrounded by religion you know what I mean we're not as well as like dating and just that type of thing at that young of an age was not talk about you were not allowed to like in the Mormon religion you're not allowed to date kiss or do anything until you're 16 I don't know if that's how it is in other religions but we're not allowed to do anything until we're 16 and so like I mean I I grew up in a home where nothing was really enforced so I'll get into my home life after but this is just how it was growing up here in Utah like I just you know like those things weren't really talked about like you don't talk about a 10 year old feeling that way towards another girl where as you would see things like on social media nowadays where it's like these little four-year-olds or five-year-olds are like holding hands with people like that just wasn't a thing here you know what I mean like you don't do that that's inappropriate little kids aren't supposed to be showing their bellies like they're just it's just like it's just a totally different culture and so like I didn't know exactly what I was feeling. You know what I mean? Like I, I thought it was normal. And so I was questioned it really bad. And I think because of all that, um, the way that I was taught with the religion, as well as the culture, as well as what I was taught in my home, just like I was so confused on what I was feeling and I, what I've always felt, but I didn't realize it until I was like about, I would say 12 or 13 that I realized that what I was feeling is not that so like I've known for a while but I didn't know what exactly what it was does that make sense yeah and I can't even imagine like like I said the reason that I felt so guilty about it at the time was because I grew up in a religious family and I can't even imagine growing up not only in a religious family but in a religious state and community yeah I it's 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 crazy because it's not only that you're taught certain things in your home it's like it's enforced anywhere and everywhere you go you know what I mean? So it's just so crazy that like I had such a hard time because right now, like seeing how because our time when I grew up, it was a lot different than how kids are growing up now. Like and and here in Utah, like things are being more accepted and people are, you know, looking double taking and things like that when you're holding hands with the same sex or certain things, you know what I mean? And of course, there's a lot of people who do. But just overall, it's it's come a long way since I grew up. Oh, and it's just, it's just so crazy. It's so crazy to see how kids are growing up now. Like not even here in Utah, but including Utah, like, like there's so many kids at a very, very young age know who they are. You know what I mean? And they know what it is because they're taught it because in our society, like we're becoming more accepting of the LGBT community. So there's more people on social media that are open about it. There's people on the streets that are open about it. And like they get exposed to that. So they know earlier on what they're experiencing and who they are. You know what I mean? Because we don't really know who we are until like, you know, we come into our 20s. I'm still learning every day a little bit more about myself. But I envy those kids who who know, you know, at six, seven years old that they like girls or like they like guys or whatever. They're trans and things like that. Like I envy that because like I was so 
I don't want to call it brainwashed, but almost brainwashed to to the I that I just didn't even know who I was. I couldn't even figure out my who I was be, or what I was feeling because of the way that I was taught and the way our society was and the damage that it did. It was just I was so confused. I was so confused all the way up until I came out. And that's just it's it, it's sad that our society was like that. And it still is like that. Not as bad, of course. But like I envy those kids who are comfortable enough to be openly gay and in a relationship at like 14 years old and and things like that because like like I said like it, it, there's just no way that I would have been able to do that here in Utah especially it's just like what I was dealing with personally as well as just how confused I was I was so confused yeah and I, I agree with you when it comes to the envy because I questioned it very young obviously but I had no one to talk to about it you know, and that was the hardest thing. I didn't get to experiment. I didn't get to try things. I didn't grow the balls to want to experiment until I was like 17, 18, you know, and it's just like having to hide that part for so long and neglecting that part of you, that side of you, you, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm speaking just personally, but I didn't realize in the moment how much damage that was actually doing. Like that was just something that I had to do was put it aside, ignore it because, it's not right and just go about my day yeah it's sad that you know we felt like we had to do that because of what would happen how how people would take it how you know what I mean we it's just so crazy that you know we live in a world where we have to think about you know being afraid of who we are you know like this whole black lives matter movement going on this year and for a while but like really strong this year that i've ever seen it and it's just so crazy that people are fighting for you know being accepted and being just treated equally because of who they are you know these are things that we can't change about ourselves we can't change that we're a person of color we can't change that we're gay we can't change you know who we fall in love with like it it's 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 sad that we live in a society like that, but I don't want to get into that whole thing. I want to stay on kind of more personal things, but I just kind of wanted to say that it just sucks that we have to live in a world like that and that we have to think twice on what we do because we're afraid of what's going to happen. We, we could get beat up. We could get killed. We could, you know, be hated on like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's crazy anyways. So yeah. So once I started to, realize and question a lot for a couple of years then it wasn't until maybe like 13 14 that I was like okay yes I'm probably gay but I shoved it under the rug I said there's no fucking way I'm not I'm not gonna be gay you know I literally would have a fight in my within myself and I forced myself like this is this is not okay I'm I can't like girls like and I shoved it under the rug and I denied it to myself. And of course, the people who asked me, I said, no, what the fuck are you talking about? Because I was just so, so uncomfortable with that because I've never heard anyone talking about gay couples. I've never heard a talk about other. Th the only things that I've ever heard of is it's always supposed to be between a man and a woman be in church. It's always supposed to be between a man and a woman. Gay couples are not cool, not allowed. It's a sin whatever you name it yeah, I've heard it in church and um not so much within like 
my friends and things like that. We just didn't really talk about it. But the just like the little comments, you know, were obviously said like, oh, are you gay? Like, stop acting like that. That's gay. Things like that, like that kind of like weren't like super big deal. But it was also very hurtful because it's like, fuck, like if I actually came out, are you going to make fun of me, too? You know what I mean? And um, and aside from me being gay, like I just chose not to date in high school just because that's just what I chose for myself because I just felt like dating was pointless in high school. I was all about just fucking around. Let's just, let's just have fun. Like, you know, and I I was like that for a while just because of other reasons. And so me not ever dating in high school, people questioned me all the time. Like Marley, are you gay? Like I always got called a lesbian girl because I never dated a guy and things like that. And I was just like, so annoyed because it's like why do I have to date somebody why just because I'm not dating somebody do you have to just go and label me you know what I mean like why are you like yes okay yes I might be a lesbian and but no I'm not a lesbian so Mm -hmm. fuck you but also just because I'm not dating anyone in high school that you've never seen me date anyone why does that just why do you have to label me like that you know what I mean it's just so stupid it was so stupid that would make me so fucking mad because little did they know is I was be sucking their boyfriend's dick at the end of the day and also I was hitting this whatever you know what I mean like I just I'm just not one to like now I'm a a lot more open with my my life my personal my personal life but even then I still keep a lot of it personal but especially then, like I wasn't really open until I got into my 20s. And especially then I didn't really tell anyone. So like low key, I'd be, you know, hitting and shit with people and I don't be telling people. I don't. So as soon as as, as far as they knew, I only kissed like one or two people. But like I just I didn't feel the need to go and tell people and give them my body count or things like that, because it's like why like what you know what's the point like and I just got so much hate for it and I still didn't feel the need to fucking do that and I got I don't know it's just so crazy and like going back and thinking like how I felt before because I didn't come out until I was 20 20 or 21 actually um and going back and thinking of how I felt before I was so scared there's no way like even when it was like officially confirmed, officially confirmed in high school that I was gay because of things that I would do with this girl, officially confirmed that I was gay, I still was like, okay, I accepted it for myself. I said, yes, okay, I'm gay. But I cannot tell anyone because I'm scared of the way that people are going to react. I'm scared of how, what, and I felt embarrassed. I felt so embarrassed. Oh, yeah. Embarrassment is probably the best explanation when it comes to my situation just because it's like I just felt like I was a you know I'm a minority like there's not really many people that were like me growing up here in Utah as in my my age and or at least that were were comfortable with being out of the closet because of course a lot of people that I know have come out of the closet since then but anyways that's besides the point but that's like there's not a lot of people that were out of the closet at my age and so I just I didn't have any inspiration or anything like that. So I was just stuck in my own thoughts and what was surrounded by me. And I just, there was no fucking way that I could do that. I literally was like, I I would sometimes cry and I'm like, I would have to marry a man and have a family with a man and go on with my life with a lie. 
And I was would cry. And I was like, I have to go on with this lie because I can't. There's no way I can say those words like I'm gay to my family. And it's it, it's I was lucky to grow up in a family who, you know, was pretty accepting and they're pretty open minded and they weren't people who judged like we're my family's pretty chill and like like they're easygoing like I could have talked to my mom about anything or my dad about anything but just like the way I was raised in our society as well as just being surrounded by my religion I just felt like so embarrassed still I don't it doesn't it didn't like matter how comfortable it was to talk to my mom about other things or you know like I knew my parents wouldn't disown me but it was just the fact that how I would look how would I look how would my reputation be like if I came out and said I'm gay what will people look at me like as you know what I mean and that was like my biggest fear I I would cry all the time and be like I have to hide this for so long because I just there's no way I can I can come out yeah and that's how it was for me too and it it just sucks because I wish that I had let go of caring about people's perception of me because that was my big thing too. I was like, there's no way. Because even when I finally accepted it, um, that was probably freshman year when I fully completely embraced it. Um, even then it was like, knowing my parents and the way that they've reacted to things before, which I would consider being not that bad, right? Because I mean, we all make our little mistakes here and there, you know, we're here to learn. And um, just the way that they reacted to things before I was like there's no way this can ever like these words can never come out of my mouth no way was I ever going to tell them I was very set on experimenting like I would talk to people here and there on social media honestly if it wasn't for social media I feel like I would have completely lost it because there um I was able to find people that were you know in the same situation because we were growing up at the same time and it's like I would just talk to like two or three people online that I'd never met, but they understood what I was going through and that made it a little easier. Um, but it was just hard and I just really wish that I would have let go of that. I wish I didn't care, but I mean, honestly, everything works out its own way because, you know, um, I came out to my parents when I was 18 and that was only because I was dating, um, my first girlfriend and I was proud you know um I was like this isn't something that I want to hide anymore like this is who I am and I grew a lot of balls the day that I decided to tell them we were actually um I think in my baby sister's like little graduation or I don't remember what it was little promotion or something I don't know um but yeah I told them and I did it in a public place where there were a lot of people because I felt like I was going to get like my hair dragged around. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so they didn't say anything. And then we went home and it was just like lecture after lecture. Um, my dad ended up talking to the pastor, taking me to church, um, having him pray for me and try to cast this demon out of me. Because apparently when you're gay, you have a demon inside of you. And um, so it was really hard. You know, and after I moved out, I really just didn't care. I didn't care about anything. 
I was like, I want a piercing because I like it and, you know, I'm going to go get it. So it was like tattoos, piercings, alcohol, whatever it might be. Like I just went at it because nobody was constantly checking up on me. Nobody was looking through my phone. Nobody was controlling my life anymore. And it was so nice to just take a breath of fresh air, you know. But even when I first moved out, like, I didn't really still feel okay with being with a woman. I still kind of struggled. It took me a long time to fully embrace it, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And um, this is the year that I finally just kind of said what I needed to say to my parents, more specifically my mother. And now they're not a part of my life for who knows how long, which really sucks. Like, you know, like at the same time, as much as I wish that I would have not cared about what they felt at the time, I'm really glad that I didn't come out when I was like 13, 14, because who knows what would have happened. You know, those were really, really dark times for me. And I don't think I could have put up with that. So Everything happens for a reason. Um, it, it really sucks because I just don't, I can't wrap around my head. Like, how are you going to have a child and choose to love them conditionally? You know, I, I don't, I don't get it. I know I don't have kids, but I just cannot. But you know what it's it. like to love people. Exactly. Yeah. And I just, I cannot. And it bothers me a lot. You know, I still cry about it now because it's so recent. It's so raw. And I just, I think the fact that I don't understand it is what bothers me more because it's like, you know, I'm right. But you're choosing your pride over your daughter and it breaks my heart, you know, and it's it's just been really hard. So but now that it's like completely out there that everybody knows, like I'm honestly in a much better place now. And I, I kind of wish it hadn't taken me this long to because I'm like in my 20s now, you know. I wish it hadn't taken me this long, but also I'm glad everything lined up the way that it did. Because honestly, I couldn't be happier. Things have been really, it's just a big relief, honestly, just to get it all out. Because it felt really good when I first came out to them. But with everything that followed after that, like going to church and constantly being talked to and told that that's not okay. That's that it, it took away the happiness of coming out. You know what I mean? And so now that it's like completely out there for everyone to know, like this is who I am and I don't care. Like if you don't want me, if you don't want me to be part of your life, then so be it because I'm just not here to beg for it anymore, you know? So it's good. It's but good. it's sad. Yeah. Like I'm really like I still break down every now and then because I just, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get how someone can love conditionally like that. Like, you know, and when a lot of people are just searching to be accepted by their peers or, you know, just society within their home, their parents, their whoever, it's like, I mean, I can't really speak for anyone, everyone, I mean, but I mean, at least agree to disagree. You know what I mean? Like, why can't we have a... You know, like, I think that it's okay to be openly gay. It's okay for me to be in a, a relationship with a woman. And if you disagree, you're just going to go and hate me. Like, I don't get that. Like, why can't we, you know, coexist 
and be still one as a human, a human race. Does that make sense? But disagree with what I'm doing or I can disagree with what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's no person that you'll ever meet that you're always going to agree with everything on that they're doing or that they, who they are and like that, because there's obviously there's traits and characteristics that make up us that like, for example, Heidi and I, I like no offense, but there's not, I don't love literally, I love literally every inch of you, but there's obviously there's some flaws that really annoy me from you. Okay. Likewise. And that's just, that's just life. There's always going to be a flaw from somebody, not, not necessarily, I'm not comparing, you know, the, you know, being gay as a flaw, but I'm just trying to bring out, um, this in a perspective in another perspective, like, you know what I mean? Like there's always something that you're not going to like that makes up a person or who somebody is or what they're doing with their life. So like, why can't we just agree to disagree? Like that, that's what I don't understand about people. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, at the end of the day, when it comes to acceptance, like all we're asking is to be accepted. Like, it's not like we're trying to enforce it and be like, Hey, because I'm gay, you have to be gay too. Yeah. Or that you need to understand it. Like, I don't give a flying fuck if you understand what it's like to be gay or how I'm feeling and things like that. I don't give a fuck. Mind you, actually just mind your own goddamn business and let's just go about our day. You know what I mean? Like, I don't give a fuck what, you know, if you're not gay, you're not gay that's it if you're straight fucking be straight i don't care like why do you have to worry about what other people are fucking doing like fuck yeah and it honestly like something so simple as that like just mind your own business is such a hard thing for people to grasp and that's also something i can't get through my head live and let live yeah for real um anyway i want to hear um i know you and i have talked you've told me a little bit about no you've told me everything but anyway what was it like coming out to your parents well, when I came out to my parents, I mean, I don't have a crazy story like most um, or you. Not that your story is crazy, but like mine didn't really. Mine lasted like two minutes. So um, I told basically, every, okay, I told my mom and my sister um, and my brother and I, Noah, which his, my brother, which is right under me. I told them before anyone else because I, I don't know, I felt more comfortable with them. Um, and I just told him like, I, I don't know. I, I swear I did over the phone with everyone. I don't know if I was living in a different state at the time. Cause I was moving out around a lot at the time. I don't know if I was living in a different state or my mom was living in a different state, but I just remember I called her up because I just felt like I needed to do it and I needed to do it now. And so I called her up and I was like, mom, there's something I need, need to talk to you about. And then she was like what like you can tell me anything and I was like okay well um I'm gay and she's like yeah no Marley I've been knowing for a long time I've just been waiting for you to tell me and I was like okay (laughs) and she was like sorry to expose my mom but she was like yeah I I well I said I didn't say I'm gay I said I'm bisexual and because I am and so and she's like "Oh, oh okay like I'm glad that you know you told me I'm bisexual too and I was like you are and she's like no <laughs> bye oh, you had me there for a second <laughs> no so that's just kind of like the relationship that you know like our family is like we just joke around about everything and so that that was basically the conversation with my mom and i it literally lasted maybe two minutes to two three minutes tops and then i called my sister and did the same thing i think she was she was living in london at the time so i called her up 
and I was like, yo, Taya, I got to tell you something. And she was like, what, you're a lesbian? <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. She's like, yeah, um, I know. She's like, wait, really? And I was like, yeah. And she's like, well, yeah, I kind of already knew. Why didn't you tell me before? And I was like, I don't know. I just I just didn't know how to tell you. And she's like, okay. Is that all you have to say? <laughs> and then I was like, yeah. And then she was like, okay, bye. That was her phone call lasted like two minutes. And then I don't remember how I told Nainoa. I think I was just like, I'm gay. And he was just like, okay. <laughs> and then like, um, how I had this conversation with my dad, I was so scared to tell him for some reason. I don't know why. Um, I came home from a party. I stayed the night. Well, I partied all night and I went home at like six, 7 a.m. Um, my dad had to come pick me up in Salt Lake cause I was stranded cause I didn't know the front runner didn't run on Sundays. So I was stranded in Salt Lake. He came to pick me up. I came home and he noticed that uh, I was wearing a thong. Okay. So I bent over and my thong showed. And for some reason, he thought he needed to give me the sex talk. <laughs> and so he was just talking about like, hey, like I know what girls be doing when they have like thongs, which side note, dad, if you're listening, just because girls wear thongs does not mean that they're hoeing around. Okay. <laughs> but anyways so he he noticed i was wearing a thong so he gave me a sex talk he's like i know girls like who are thongs you know are looking to you know get down and dirty and things like that and um so he kind of just did all that and he was just like you need to protect you need to be protecting yourself you can't get pregnant things like that and i was like well see sir I gave up on men a little bit ago. I am, I'm bisexual. And he was like, oh, okay. Basically what, it was a longer conversation. My stepmom was there too, having a conversation with me. Um, basically what my dad was, I don't know if this was intentional or if he just didn't know how to handle the situation, but like, he was just basically telling me that like, it was a phase and I'll get out of it. And that, um, uh, to, whatever because i was telling him i was like men are, are like play too many games like i'm not like i was just like kind of joking around i was like men play too many games like they're all assholes and so i'm gay <laughs> just kind of joking around but like slightly some truth to it because honestly like i just had no luck with guys um previously and that's not the reason why like i'm choosing uh, quote unquote to be gay but like that's just kind of what led me to date more girls it's just because like okay i was like well if guys aren't working let me just go with the girls because i already knew i was gay but i was just obviously too scared to go to that uh that side of me is the one the woman's out of me you know what i'm saying so i finally decided to you know explore on that side because i had never really explored there was a girl that i would do things with in high school but i never really openly like explored and dated and things like that so i wanted to focus more on that just because it was all new to me and so i kind of told my dad that and he was just like you know telling me it was a phase and things like that and i just like kind of laughed and i was like if it was a phase i probably wouldn't be telling you this right now because why would i come out and say that i'm gay like when i i'm telling you this now it's when i could have told you 10 years ago you know what I mean? Like I knew 10 years ago that I was this, but I was too scared and I was questioning. If I was questioning, I wouldn't be telling you this. Okay. Let me just tell you that. And so that was the end of that conversation. And then the last person in my family that I would tell could tell was my little brother. He's 13 now. I think I told him 
when he was about 10. Um, and I was just so scared to tell him just because like, I don't know, he's no offense, but he's my favorite sibling. So like, I was just so scared that he was going to look at me differently. Like, cause you know, I lived with him at the time and we would do everything together. We would, um, yeah, we would just do everything together. Um, and so I was scared that he was going to look at me different, feel uncomfortable around me. Like I had no idea, like literally every thought was racing through my head. The reason why I had wait, waited like three years after coming out to tell him, but I finally did. And I kind of talked to him through it because I was like, Hey, Keave, do you, do you know what, you know, what gay is? Do you know what it is to be gay? He said, yeah. And I was like, okay, what is it? And he's like, when guy likes guys like guys and girls like girls and I said okay and I was like do you know what bisexual means and he said no and I was like it's when a a guy either likes a guy and a girl or a girl likes a guy and a girl and so I kind of explained that that that's what it was and he was like okay and I was like well I'm a bi I'm bisexual he was like okay and um and I was like, do you still love me? And he said, yeah, why would I love you? And, and I was just like, I don't know. I'm just scared. And he was like, well, I don't really care. Can I go back and play my video games? <laughs> so as you guys know, my family just doesn't really care, which is really, you know, I'm very blessed to have a family who they, they, at the same time, they don't really understand. Um, and I can't expect them to understand, but like, I'm so blessed to have a family who, you know, just supports me for being me. And, um, they don't really look past, they look past it. You know, I'm able to bring my significant other home and come to Sunday dinners and things like that. And they love her and, um, include her. And so, I mean, I couldn't ask for anything else. Like I can't, I can't, I can't ask for any more. You know what I mean? Like that's, an, that's enough for me. Of course, like it would love to them for them to fully understand, but you can't really explain somebody to fully understand, you know, what it's like to be gay or, you know what I mean? And cause I don't have no, I had no idea what it's like to be straight and I don't care to understand. So <laughs> that's kind of like how it was for me coming out. And like, ever since I've come out, sorry, can I finish? Okay. Sorry. I keep talking a lot, but when I came out, when I was like 20, 21, I don't remember how old I was, um, but it was around that time. Like the reason for it is I moved to Hawaii when I was 19. I moved because of so many different reasons. I was just so lost. I was dealing a lot with in high school. There was just so many emotions going through and I just wanted to run away. And I would just want, I have always been one to just always be secure. Like I wanted to make sure that I had thousands of dollars saved up before moving there and just had everything lined up and set up. But my mom kind of pressured me into it. Um, cause I was, I was planning on going out maybe like when I was like 20, 21. And when I was 19, like I literally got up and left basically. My mom was like, you should go. Like, I think it would be really good for you. Like just to be in a place that you like as well as like, at the time I was going to BYU Hawaii online. So like I would be closer to the campus if I ever needed anything, I would be there and I would just be away, you know? And she encouraged me and I was like, yeah, like maybe like, she's like, that's what you've always wanted to do. Like why wait? And she, I was like, you're right. So I went to work the next day and I said, I'm quitting. <laughs> and I booked my ticket and I left three weeks later. 
Like I didn't hadn't the day before my mom had that conversation, it, Hawaii never crossed my mind. Like I knew Hawaii was always in the future, but in the far future. And so like, and then the next, the two days later, I had a, t- a, p- a tick, wow, a ticket booked to go. And then I left and I am so grateful that I did that because being in a place where no one knew who I was and before I had gone, I had not come out of the closet yet. So like being in a place where no one knew who I was like I I wasn't afraid and I never really came out and said I was gay but I never hid it from anyone so like I I found a friend group that I felt accepted in and I was just like always like having comments like oh that girl's cute oh my god like like and it's so crazy that like changing environment being in a situation like surrounded by people who don't give a flying fuck about anything other than a good old fucking time and being good people like that's what you know like pushed me to accept myself i never flat out told my friends ever until later in my 20s that i was gay and like because they just knew and it was just a normal thing it wasn't something that we needed to talk about it wasn't something that i needed to come out and say because who cares they didn't care they was just like you're marley you like girls you like guys you're doing this you're doing that who cares doesn't matter and that's where like i felt the need that i when i came home i was like yeah i'm just gonna fucking tell anyone everyone because like i finally learned that it doesn't matter who i am i'm gonna be who i am and if you do feel the need to not be with me as a friend or be surrounded by me because of the things that I'm doing, then I don't give a flying fuck. So that's why I was like, I came out and just said it. And because when, before I left and when I came home, completely different person because I was surrounded by people who did not give a flying fuck. You know what I mean? It's crazy that we have to come out and say, Hey, I'm gay. Like I never had to do that with my friend group in Hawaii. And I'm so grateful that I met them because they've taught me a lot they they show help me show me who I am because of that and so that's kind of what pushed me to come out of the closet is just being surrounded by people who just don't give a flying fuck of who you are they just you know want you to be a good person and they had a good time and that's all we really worried about and that's I don't know so that's why I cherish my time in Hawaii a lot because I finally just fully embraced who I am there and haven't stopped doing that since and if not gotten a lot worse so i don't know not worse but like i'm just i really don't give a flying fuck about what anyone has to say about me and i i'm weird and i'm not afraid to be weird in front of other people like you know what i mean and so i value that time in my life and ever since coming out it's always gone up and i've realized you know accepting every part of me not even just the gay side of me just every little inch of me my flaws um just things that I don't like about myself accepting all that I realized that the self-love grew and grew and grew and so I'm thankful that I've got I got to a point where I could come out of the closet and that I did come out of the closet because in the closet is a very scary thing if you are in the closet please come the fuck out because you will be loved by me and Heidi and um as well as it is a much brighter and happier place to be trust me i didn't want to interrupt because i thought that was going to be mean but i feel like i should have because i i'm not going to touch on a lot of what i was going to one thing that i did kind of want to touch on was the same thing where my biggest fear was not coming out to my parents but coming out to my siblings and 
I did that with my brother when I was 18, but I guess he chose to forget just like my parents did. And I came out again this year and I just got like the completely opposite response, which was really hard. And I don't know, like I told my sisters as well, because like I said, I just was tired of it. Like I, I, I finally got sick of it. Like you, th- you would have, th- well, you would think that I would have been tired of hiding myself um, right away, but it took me a while to really realize like, this isn't something that I should be hiding. Like, why is it not okay to be myself, you know? And, um, I fully embraced that this year, like 1000% and came out to them and which was really, really hard. And, you know, sadly because of the situation with my parents, I have no contact with them, but, um, you know, conversations went pretty well. They were just like, you know, we still love you. Um, but yeah, they didn't really fully understand like me, but I was like, you know, I'm the same person that wiped your ass when you were a baby. I'm the same person that would take you to school. I'm the same person that helped you with your homework. Same person that wiped your tears when you were crying, you know? And I, I'm sure it's going to take them a while to realize that, but that was definitely the hardest thing was coming out to them. So, I mean, I hope that when they are able to, they just reach out and want to be a part of my life because that was what I was scared of, that they wouldn't want to be a part of it, you know? And it's just so crazy. Like, it makes me so sad that, like, I was so scared of that because that's not something I should be scared about is being accepted and loved, you know, especially by family. Like, when you grow up in such a family-oriented environment like you would think they would accept you and love you and it was just a big slap to the face (laughs) anyway but yeah um kind of touching on what you said about Hawaii that's the same way I feel about Utah I don't know really why I chose to come to Utah I mean I do like originally it was to come study nursing at the University of Utah got accepted but um before I flew out here I knew that I wasn't gonna go So honestly, I really had no reason to be here. Um, But Utah holds a really special place in my heart because for one, I was finally free and I did not feel judged for one second. Yes, it was still like a very different community than what I grew up with, but nobody, like I said, was breathing down my neck. I wasn't being micromanaged. I wasn't being controlled and I literally thrived and I work on myself every day more and more I mean I try to don't really do very well but it's just been a complete different change from like where I am now to like how I was before I moved here as well there's been a lot of growth and I just like I wish that some people would see that instead of focusing on the things that they don't like you know sorry I'm gonna cry um yeah definitely and it's just you know I'm glad that you've gotten to a point where you know you can voice that to your family and just fully embrace it and um be comfortable openly openly dating a girl you know what I mean like I know you have before but you know a lot of it like was hidden because just of how your parents were you know what I mean like you you couldn't openly do it like at school you could you know what I mean but like 
So I'm just glad that you've gotten to a point where, you know, you can just be yourself and you're slowly accepting yourself every day. Like, of course, there's so much more work that we both have to do as well as everyone. Everyone should be constantly growing. Um, But there's just so much damage done from you know, hiding him for that long that we have to rebuild ourselves back up and fully accept ourselves. And, and then on top of that, just our daily things, you know, like the daily struggles, what comes with life, you know, learning, you know, to be an adult. Like, of course I'm almost 26. So, I mean, I've been adult for a little bit, but like having to come into adulthood and fully accept yourself as a gay woman in Utah who has been brainwashed my whole life as well as I need to figure out how to pay bills. What the fuck is credit? What are taxes? Um, let me get a job, budget my money, pay for college, things like that. Like putting all those things together as well as trying to re re I don't know what the word is that I'm looking for. Just like, just build yourself back up from all the damage that you've done to yourself as well as society as well as our families and just everyone around us you know what I mean like and and back to what you said probably like 25 minutes ago is that's something that I wish that I could go back and change is just not caring what other people thought like I wish because if I didn't I would have come out when I was like 14 or 15 you know what I mean? Like when I fully, fully understand that, yes, I was gay, I would have come out eighth grade and been like, this is who I am. Because at the same time, I've, I always have been somebody who just didn't give a flying fuck, you know, but something that was so looked down upon in my religion, there was no way that I can come out with that. But I had no problem, you know, showing my titties, flashing people, flashing my ass, saying this, doing that, like, I just was very open. I've always been very open and I, I'm never given a flying fuck. If, and I will wear what I want to wear. If you don't like it, then I don't give a flying fuck. You know, like I just didn't care. And so like, I wish I just fully just did not care about being gay. And I would have been such, I would have avoided a lot more problems in high school. And I wouldn't have been mentally damaged the way that I am now if I just would have not given a flying fuck what anyone else thought of me and come out gay. So I envy all those people who come out gay early on when they realize and they know and they're okay with it and fully embrace it and not give a crap what anyone else fucking thinks because that's awesome. Yeah, and I... The reason I'm doing so well with it now, like, I just have such a good support system. And I've just found so much love within the very few people who have just stuck by my side through it all. And more than anything, I'm happy that I fully showed myself to my parents with you in my life. You know, you have been a rock and I just value you so much. And I I hope one day they just put their pride aside because I need them to know you. Like, I need them to know this woman who has just been making me, well, helping me, sorry, in recognizing my worth. And it's hard. But, I mean, if you are listening and you happen to be in a situation where we were growing up, 
I mean, you do you, but it's so much better to just love yourself and not give a fuck. Because at the end of the day, those who really love you are not going to push you away. You know, those who really love you will support you, even if they don't agree with it. You know, like Marley was saying, you're not going to agree with anybody in this world 100%. Nobody. So just, yeah, I would just say love yourself and don't give a fuck about anything. Yeah. And if anyone that is listening is, you know, in a position where they are questioning themselves or too afraid to come out or just dealing with anything, just generally speaking, but especially when it comes to this, just because obviously like we can relate, don't be afraid to reach out to either one of us. Um, We would be more than happy to you know listen give any of our advice i mean we're no professionals of course but we've gone through it we've you know heidi's currently going through it i've gone through it and um grown from it and so i can you know do my best to give you my advice on what i did to you know to not care what other people think what how did i gain the courage and things like that like don't be afraid to reach out because i would love to talk to you about it just because i I didn't have that and I want to, you know, make sure that uh, I'm not just sharing my story, but I'm also helping anyone that does want any help from me or even just a listening ear because I am a very good listener and I would love to listen to anything that you'd want to rant or talk to me about. And yeah, that basically wraps up today. Like, I don't know, just to kind of wrap everything up, like just don't. It, it was hard that, you know, we had to hide ourselves for so many years due to kind of just our circumstances and the way we grew up. Like, it's not necessarily that we had to. It was just that we didn't know any other way. You know what I mean? Like, this is what we felt like we had to do to protect ourselves um, for various of different reasons. And so, you know, we've got finally got to a point where we could fully come out and accept ourselves. And it's been an amazing ride a long scary one but I never ever like I I mean this with every inch of my body I never thought I would be here where right now today saying that I'm gay and saying that I'm happy being gay and openly gay like I never in a million years growing up did I ever 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 think that I would come out and say that I'm gay and be okay with it I'm fucking happy as shit being who I am um, side note before I end things like it just I barely remembered when I was I don't know what you would call whatever was happening in high school just this girl that I would mess around with um she like even when talking about it like I would say we both would say oh I'm only gay for you I'm not gay any of like I literally denied it even though I was eating this girl's vagina while she was eating mine like <laughs> sorry to be so blunt but it's like we're doing you know we're having sex but yeah i'm still denying it i'm still i'm only gay for you she's only, and she said i'm only gay for you and like things like that like it was it's just that's how that's how messed up i was because of our my religion and and just the way we grew up in our society that's what society did to us like i i just denied it and like i don't know if that girl because right now that that girl is uh you know, married to a man. And it was just a, actually a long, it was, that's a whole other story to get into. And I, I, I hope she's happy. I hope, you know, she, she's not in the closet because 
I, I know how scary of a thing that is. And I, I really hope that she's not and um, that no one's in the closet. Just come the fuck out. All right. I'll be your friend. Heidi will be your friend. Just come out. And yeah. Thanks for listening to us, guys. Uh, this was a, a a fun. I shouldn't say fun, but like it was it was nice to, you know, talk to it to you guys about it as well as Heidi and really get to hear Heidi and um I hope that this kind of helps anyone out there as well as you know if you guys are just interested and if you're you know even not gay if you're just interested in like what it was like for us to grow up and come out then there you go here you have it that's what it is this is what it was anyways but yeah stay tuned for next week's episode who's gonna be drunk but it's not just any type of drunk. So me and Heidi were talking about a couple of weeks, a few weeks ago, and Heidi's never had a Fort Loco. All right. So she's never really, really lived those high school days or those young days where we get drunk on Fort Loco. So we're going to, you know, take it back 10 years ago, five years ago, whatever, because she's she's five years younger than me. So we're going to take it back to five years ago when Heidi's live and we're going to drink some four locos and we're gonna get loco okay (laughs) so just ignore that i just said that but anyways yeah stay tuned i'm excited um i get a little bit talkative i mean you already know i talk a lot because here i am and we're here for an hour and so minutes and i'm still talking about whatever but i get more talkative when i'm drunk also i say a lot of dumb shit so let's let's fucking get it thank you so much for listening we appreciate all of you Again, we post new episodes every Monday, so stay tuned for next week's episode. We're also open to feedback, so please leave us a review and make sure to subscribe. Or you can follow me on Instagram and leave me a DM. My Instagram handle is at purpleflowerstars. (laughs) You fucking bitch. Have Have a great great week. week. Bye. Bye.